This episode of Juggalo Judgment may contain... Look, uh... We're sorry. Listening discretion is advised. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, Juggalos, Juggalettes, and those who don't identify as such. This is Juggalo Judgment, where two friends take time out of their busy schedules to sit down, listen to, and analyze music of the Juggalo variety. You're joined by your hosts, Mike and... Shmeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeee
my birthday was on Friday. Nice. And I, um, I decided to actually take a day off. And I actually have tomorrow off, too. Hey. Um, because I was going to need another day to, you know, cope with life. Um, and, uh, yeah, the four days that I worked last week, just Friday could not have gone there sooner. <laughs> so, um. I technically but, uh, go back to work tomorrow, but because I've been gone for more than 30 days, I have to do a drug test. And they don't plan ahead for these things. They just tell you whenever you go in for your first day back to work and send you back home with a fucking truck. <laughs> like, they're so stupid. They're so wow. stupid. Wow. That's fucking dumb. But it means That's I get really an extra day dumb. off, so fuck it. I don't give a fuck. There I mean, I already knew this. Like, mm-hmm. I could have probably just hit them up on Friday and really, but if they're not going to be responsible enough to do this shit, I don't give a fuck. Well, like, yeah, fuck it. It's on them. It's their, not. it's their fucking policy. They know what the fuck is going on. They don't tell us go. this whenever we take our leave. There you go. There you go. Dipshits. Anyway. Um, yeah, I'm not yeah. looking forward to going back to work anyway. <laughs> no, I don't blame you. <laughs> it's okay. My job, uh, apparently, there was original plans for to for us to go back, um, I think at some time in August or September. But the fact that uh, we have... I've been working from home. They, they provided me with like the work computer and... and everything yeah um because we have been performing at a level that i guess they didn't anticipate um they're going to be a lot more lenient about people just working from home from now on nice uh, to have less people in the office that's the good which shit is, which is okay um i'm still going nuts at home because i need more training yeah <laughs> um but the fact that i actually have my my work's actual computer and not my own running the program um, that means I'm going to have to eventually, if I'm one of the people that they let stay home, um, I'm going to have to actually buy a computer. Uh, okay. <laughs> to get that, com- because my computer is such dog shit, it can't, sure. it can't use it. Yeah. Uh, I tried. So, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's fucking dumb. But that's whatever. I'm not worried about it. That's a bridge we'll cross when we get to it. I am not in a rush to necessarily go back, but I do want more training. So it's, it's. Kind of a double-edged sword right now. Yeah. As long as I can work and and have an income, then fuck it, I'm fine. But speaking of work, today we're talking about some people who put in work at the studio. Who who is that, Mike? We're talking about the group Zug Island. Zug is land. Zug is land. So... In the year 2003, we had their debut record uh, with Cracked Tiles. It was pretty good. I remember. It was It was not bad. They had, uh, they this, had some interesting, that, cool tracks on it. This, again, was a rock group that uh, Violent J was originally going to be the front man for, and then everybody at Psychopathic realized that Violent J cannot sing. It's true. Uh, and so they found Sin, who basically wants to be Eddie Vedder. Um, and, uh, but the thing is, is while Violent J was not in the group, he did write practically all of the, uh, write all the lyrics on it. Um, ICP did some backing vocals on a number of the songs, aside from, like, some actual guest verses, but everybody on Psychopathic was featured on that record at the time. So, um, it felt like... A Psychopathic Records rock band. Okay, fine. Just a year later, we get their sophomore outing of 333. 
I don't know why it's called 333. It doesn't make sense to me. Um, I don't even think that any of the songs are 3 minutes and 33 seconds in length. <laughs> nah. Uh, there's, there's one that's close. None of them are on a precise Oh, level. no. Saved actually is. Oh, wait. Maybe they're not. A number of these say 333. No. But um, I don't think any of them are. Oh, wait. You know what? There are two of them that I... Three of them in a row that list as 333. Okay. Are they actually that length? On... I, I'm talking about in my fucking music Oh, and thing. I don't... Okay. It, it, well, it measures so them itself. One, two... Three, four, five, six of them. So saved is three thirty-four. Nothing is three thirty-four. Ah, ah. Uh, the three thirty-three ones are you feel life and live. Huh. Interesting. I mean, th- th- three thirty-four. So, it's close. They estimated. It. It's fine. That's probably yeah. It was probably like three thirty-three point eight or something, and that's why it's just registering as that. Um. So. There is a significant difference in this record compared to the prior one, and that is that this is literally all done by Zug Island. Um, It's produced by Mike P., uh, but there is no outside influence from Violent J on this one. This is written by Sin and the other members of Zug Island. Um, Now, if you'll remember, uh, two of the tracks that we're going to cover on this, I think we mentioned it on um, our Psychopathic... Uh, Psychopaths from Our Space 2 episodes, um, those songs ended up being featured on this album. Yeah. There's no difference with them. They didn't change any of the mixing or anything like that. They're exactly the same. So we'll, we won't talk about them when we get to them. But we mentioned on those tracks back then that they sounded significantly different than the stuff we heard on Crack Tiles. Indeed. Because when you have a rapper writing a rock song, rappers tend to say a lot of things very wordy in in the structure of rap music at least how icp does it they write a lot of stuff so sin was saying a lot of stuff on crack tiles but then we get to those two tracks that popped up on psychopaths from our space part two and he's not saying as much stuff does that sound like it might have been a step in a different direction a little bit maybe a little bit maybe a tiny amount it's almost like Sin needs to think of things to say on his own. <laughs> and he may struggle doing that. Is that the case on this whole album? We'll find out. <laughs> it's foreboding. <laughs> <laughs> but before we jump into the actual episode itself, we gotta do what we do every time. We gotta start. What you got? I have a genuine, delicious cream soda. I, why I I can't see the um can't see the. It's a it's a genuine, delicious cream soda. That I think you're being lied to, listeners. Because he won't show me the front of this can. I mean, it is genuine and delicious. It's just not. (laughs) What do you have? (laughs) I have a genuine, delicious, Fago cream (laughs) soda. That's a creme soda. Creme soda. Creme soda. See, mine's cream. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh my god, I never noticed that. Yeah. I never noticed how they spell cream soda. What the fuck? Cream soda from Fago is spelled C-R-E-M-E. Mine's more of an Eric Clapton cream. Yours is more of a... Oh, oh Eric Clapton cream. Oh. <laughs> Yours is the Wu-Tang. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Let's crack them open. Crack them bitches open. Oh no, oh no. <laughs> you fool. Fizzy boy. Get off the fucking thing. Cream soda and root beer are two of the most immediately volatile um, drinks in, in the uh, carbonated beverage I never thought category. about that, but you're, you're totally right. I used to work at Wendy's. I got very good at uh, remembering which drinks will fizz up on me and what to do about them. Dr. Pepper <laughs> uh, fizzes up very easily, goes down very fast. Diet drinks, super fast, going, to, going back down. Coke. The fizz stays there forever. Same with root beer. Root mm. beer, the fizz lasts yep. so long. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. But I, but I'll tell you what. I, I get very like, I can't stop burping after drinking Dr Pepper. Yeah, that's the one that gets to me oh, worse than any other soda. But I love fizz, Dr Pepper. The soda. fizz is very strong in it. It is volatile, but it comes back down very <laughs> fast. It, it tapers off. Look at you guys learning. About your fizzy drinks. These are important things that you need to know. It's, this will help you in the future. Like, say, if you have a shaking can or something like that, if you give it a good, some good thumps on the side of it to knock all the bubbles mm -hmm. off of it, to make them yep. reform in a big bubble at the top, it's less likely to explode on you. It'll be, it'll be less... It'll still be a little bad, but it's more manageable. That's See, these are the things that life. you need to know when you're in the parking lot of your next ICP show... And you're having Fago showers beforehand, which is a terrible idea if you think about it, because then you'll be sticky before you get inside the show. <laughs> That's going to be uncomfortable after a while. So, I think that we can get into. I think we've played it off long enough. No reference to Fago whatsoever. <laughs> Let's start with track one everything. Of all the things they say This is your life this time Live it how you may Just jumped right into there. Right into that chorus pretty quickly. Yep. So. <laughs> we get a hard-hitting intro. I guess. Which is good. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. what I, It's fast-paced. Yeah. It's it's what I would expect. This um, is uh Which this is different than, than the original, or than the first album, because we had that kind of weird intro. Mm -hmm. Um. I mean, it did eventually kick into to a, a faster song, but it was just this is what I would have. I hadn't considered it last until just now. Mm -hmm. This is very like twisted metal three 
music. I played a lot of <laughs> Twisted Metal 3 when I was a kid. I've actually never played a Twisted Metal game in my life. Jesus Christ. I know, somehow I avoided it. I think it's because I was afraid of Sweet Tooth. <laughs> <laughs> but this, this reminds me of like something in the vein of like uh, Microwaved or one of the other ones from that band. <laughs> Whose name I cannot remember right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry, I'm trying to think of more. Come stuff. on, <laughs> I I don't. Have you just did your notes anything. today. I did them two weeks ago. And do you know what my my note was? Hard hitting open. Hmm. That's what I got for this. Uh, the first half of this hook was all right to me, and the second half just reminded me of the song High Maintenance by Miranda Cosgrove. That's all I have to say. <laughs> my um, my thing with uh, with this, it's already... The first, the first record, while it had, like... Th- they put a little bit of kind of that electronic style to a, a handful of the songs. Um... Like, Fire had some of it yeah. in the first one. Um, I think that this album has a lot more of it. Mm-hmm. Like, this... They take a bit of a shift musically um, because they add a lot more, like, atmospheric stuff to it as well. I don't know. I think I took out most of the interesting atmospheric stuff from the first album, if I'm being mm, honest. There's a couple songs that it jumps out there's, at. There is so much less experimentation with their sound in this <laughs> this one was just sad for me i'm, I'm just gonna front load it this album was sad for me <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> let's let me let me let me be open about this this is the first zug island album that i owned because i happened to find it used at an fye a way 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 long time back um and i was just excited to find it because i was like oh zug island they were on psychopathic cool i'm gonna buy this and I can't remember if I listened to this entire album back then. I just remember not caring for it. Mm-hmm. And I, when I say not caring for it, I don't know if I mean that I didn't like it or it just didn't stick out to me. I think it's worse if it didn't stick out to me because then I can't really remember how I felt about anything about it. It's one thing if I can say I didn't like an album. Yeah. Because that at least tells me, oh... This was bad on it. But there's a saying, it's a big thing with wrestling. You can get a good reaction or a bad reaction. Both of those are good. Yep. No reaction is the worst thing. So if I didn't, if I couldn't recall how I felt about this album really, except I didn't care for it, then... That wasn't really a good sign. But at the same time, I was giving myself the opportunity to, okay, maybe with how my music tastes have changed over the last 10-ish years or so, maybe I'll enjoy this one more. Let's just keep going. Let's just let's just go to the next track. Track two, taken. Yeah, fine. 
if what you meant by atmospheric was like what they did with this, then I understand what you mean differently now. So, <laughs> so this song, this is going to sound weird. This sounds like this will be playing in a strip club in a B movie. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I know, I know where you're at. <laughs> Dude is like going. He's trying to find like somebody or whatever. It's an alt strip. He's asking. Club, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but like he's like he's like looking around trying to ask for this person, and and he he fucking turns and it's right at the chorus, and that hits and he sees the girl dancing. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. And I'm gonna be real with you, the blank in a B movie. It's gonna. It's it's gonna it's gonna show up again multiple times <laughs> with these songs. I noted that he used the word inculcating, and I said, "Wow, it's a big word. Good job." <laughs> <laughs> Where's that at? I didn't even know that. I don't know, but I heard it when I was is it, listening. <laughs> is it in the first verse? Let's see. Fuck if I. Know. I have the lyrics up here. Uh. I I don't see it at all. Well, he says it in there. Does he? I'm pretty or is sure. Genius just terrible like we've I mean, come to find it. Genius is probably can... terrible. Yes, it is. Yes, young soul in inculcating. Yeah. I don't know what that word means. Uh I think it's just like kind of a synonym for like instilling or something. Oh, there's there's okay. I don't know. It <laughs> let's Yeah, to instill by persistent instruction. That's what it is. Okay. And that was every every piece of this comes together. Well, that's that's the thing. Every piece of this comes together to just more and more point to this album and sin in general as being just he's it's thesaurus rock and it's just (laughs) it is exactly (laughs) the kind of thing that was just around everywhere in that time. Like this song this is not a, like, I have heard this song. I've heard it many times before. <laughs> like, have, as a person who was 14 years old when this album came out, I have heard this song before. <laughs> not from them, but from every other band that was playing in that time <laughs> that no longer exists today. <laughs> Well, Zug Island is still going strong today. So take that, other bands that made similar music. <laughs> You're telling me that they are somehow touring on two albums? <laughs> They've made more. I I just had two albums on Psychopathic. Oh, geez. They made more records. Wow. Yeah, I know, right? Well, they're not in our wheelhouse, so... <laughs> That means you don't have to worry about it. Uh, Should we move on? I'd love to. (laughs) Okay. Track Track three. Saved. Still how you feel just to keep 
So I'm gonna be real here. I don't dislike this song. Musically, I like it. Okay. But the lyrics are pure obscurity. Oh, he has nothing to say. <laughs> this is literally obscurity the song. There is nothing of note that is profound that is being said here. And as somebody who just listens to Insane Clown Posse and Butt Rock, which Butt Rock can have a lot of crap in it, most of it being just dumb. Okay, fine. You know what they're saying, though. Yeah. You get the point. Like, like I, I can hear a song that's about, like, uh, she cheated on me, blah, 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 blah. or, oh, man, I, I feel, just the feelings in me, they're, they're not good, and I, I don't know how to cope with it, blah, 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 blah. This is nothing. Yeah. This song is 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 not is nothing. I made a, I made a, a remark when we did the first um, uh, Zug Island album that they have a greatest hits album that was released on Psychopathic Records. There are three brand new songs on it, and most of everything else is from Crack Tiles. Like they should have just re-released Crack Tiles. To be completely honest, yeah. Three songs from this album are on that greatest hits and a remix of this song is one of them so i i need to re-listen to the remix because i want to know what's actually different because it's not i, I guarantee you didn't change any of the lyrics mm -hmm. so you probably just they probably just change something around with the music itself which i don't mind the music is fine i just want there to be something of weight in here <laughs> and there's not like probably i'll probably keep the song on here just for stupidity's sake because i like the actual song but it's not but sin's not saying shit we we have we have opened up sin and found him to be empty like i can't as, as uh, i showed you while the song was playing the only note that i had was i guess this is what we're in for now uh -huh. like this is what this album sounds like and it is. <laughs> this is this album. Like we've we've heard we've heard three songs so far that all sound fairly different. No, they don't. <laughs> this doesn't sound like everything. Oh my god. Just saying. But but there's nothing. Maybe it's just Sin's voice that ties them all together so closely. That's that's really what it is. Because he sounds. And I think Sin. He's just. Look, I the think guy Sin can has hit, a cool voice. The guy can hit notes. He's okay. Yeah, but that's the thing. I think he has a cool voice. But when he sings the most anything... boring melodies, he's just his. It's just <laughs> like there it is. His and I'm not. I'm not trying to be critical just for the sake of, of talking shit. I, I don't want to do that. I feel about but... his voice the way that his voice sounds. <laughs> If you feel me. <laughs> like, we are just just barely a, a quarter of the way through this, and, like, it's... Like, what else do I have to look forward to on this record? Again, I'm not trying to be overly critical just for the sake of being overly critical, but... 
this was the last album that Zagalan made on Psychopathic. Now, granted, apparently they only had a two-album uh, contract, so they they split amicably. Mm-hmm. But you, I don't see anything about them, you know, being offered a second contract and you know turning it down or anything like that. So I don't have to wonder why. Like, and unfortunately, I haven't listened to any of Zug Island's later stuff, with the exception of their cover of uh, Another Brick in the Wall. Um, so I don't know if Sin's songwriting has improved. I would hope it has, but I, I can't gather anything else from just what we've heard so far. Normally, I don't like whenever somebody ghostwrites or, or anything for somebody else, but I mean... Fuck, I'm a terrible fucking writer. I can't write shit. Okay? If somebody gives... Like, if I'm singing along to something, I can hit those notes. I can I can karaoke like a motherfucker. You know? Mm-hmm. I'm just not creative enough to make this shit myself. I freely admit that. But fuck... When we're removing Joe Bruce from the equation... <laughs> The final product, I think, really, really suffers. Like, for once, Violent J makes something better. <laughs> yeah, wow. You know, with the exception of lyrics about having sex with a 16-year-old. Yeah, well. So, yeah, that's that's it. Let's move on. Up next, Virgo's Tale. <laughs> the only song that has... Two words in the title. Run, run, but don't fly. Silent, don't talk. Talk, but don't cry. Cry, but don't feel. Feel, don't care. Give in, but don't die. Motherfucker. Now we've just got one life. Let it rain, but don't cry. So, the astrological sign Virgo, right? So, the the symbol of of the maiden representing you know, the Virgo sign is mm-hmm. uh, is based on Astrea, the last immortal to go to Olympus. Hmm. And that's apparently like the, I, this is basically just from Wikipedia. That's apparently why. V- the sign has a strong association with the earth. Oh, interesting. I did not know that. Yeah. I know nothing about astrology. I just looked it up because I wanted something interesting to say about this song. <laughs> it's an okay song. It's it's it is the best so far. And uh it's it's got that good kind of ICP like hook, honestly. Like it's an ICP rock hook. And yeah. uh this is this is kind of in the vein it's not fly but it's in the vein of fly and it has mm-hmm. you know this that I, I called this like i basically thought of saved as like obscurity the song and this was part two <laughs> i mean <laughs> like, yeah again in the verses itself there's really nothing tangible to go <laughs> on but they make good hooks yeah I, I do think that 
if if there's one good thing I could take away about this album, the hooks are pretty solid overall. Um, so Sin, good job. Y'all can make a hook, and the band plays them well. But I, I don't really get much else. Like, if you would have just had Zug Island being a backing band for ICP from then on, like what you pretty much had during the Wraith era, I don't think people would have necessarily complained. Nah. You know? But, again, it's just, there's there's really not much else on this one. And this track is just, it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. I, I, I find it interesting with, with Sin's voice, though, because while he does have a, a, a cool voice, when he's just kind of, like, lazily crooning... <laughs> Yep. As his chorus, instead of like when he hits those highs and and like kind of belts it, like that's what's impressive. And obviously, you can't do that on every song, but he does it on almost nothing on this record. Yeah, it's just give give something more because that's what we need to set more of this album apart. Because I'm not gonna lie, a lot of the stuff. While not every song sounds exactly the same, it does have a problem of sometimes kind of running into each other, and I have trouble discerning what song is which. It's it's. Uh, I, I, if you want to like asshole on this record, if if you want to <laughs> really be do. Eddie Vedder, I mean, a. The dude could really use his voice very well. B, the motherfucker said something. Just. I want to listen on. to Jeremy now. <laughs> it's a good fucking song. It is. I don't have anything else for this. <laughs> I don't. Track five? Yep. Hate. Hate. that shit that I just complained about on the last uh, song mm -hmm. about hey belt shit out because it sounds good when you do that this this the chorus sounds great yeah it, it sounds way better than you just letting a sound escape your mouth because <laughs> you didn't control it it sounds way better. Like, I actually really enjoy this chorus. I'm going to assume that somewhere in this song is a guitar solo because I noted that the guitar work is still really good on this album. 
Oh yeah. That's legit. I think that's one of the best things. Like again, musically, I don't mind this album. Yeah. It's not bad. I think some of the riffs in it are they're a little whatever. I mean like it's this is a butt rock album and the riffs reflect that and in some ways but it's they're not very even a generic. Good butt rock album. I know. That's the problem. I, 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 hold it. Just let me let me get through this. All right. <laughs> let me get through this. We're getting through this together, so this is a slog. It is. Here's the thing. It doesn't have to be a good butt rock album to be a butt rock album anyway. The the riffs and stuff are still in that in that zone, and that I have heard. I've heard a boo doo 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 I've heard that all over the place. It's everywhere. This isn't anything new. It's just well executed, you know. And anytime he takes a solo on stuff, it's usually pretty cool. He'll he'll shred something out. It's it's kind of mindless and whatever, but it's there. It's good. It's it's it is technically proficient. And it's just wrapped around this dude who just can't do anything interesting with his voice even when he does something interesting with it i just cannot find it within myself to give a fuck you know what they would have what they could have done they could have gotten sully erna and he could have made a good early godsmack album out of all of this music like the first godsmack album like they you got things like time bomb and all that stuff where he he had you know the kind of like electronic kind of stuff going on with them and all that he he did mm-hmm. and on, on those albums now, he did it himself uh voodoo was on that album correct first one yeah okay yeah uh and you know it was it was good stuff and and he he's also got a hell of a voice for this stuff and i'm just, I'm just gonna say it i'm gonna i'll probably say it again sin does not his voice is passable but I don't think it's that good at all. <laughs> That's all I got. I don't. I just don't have anything for this. It's, no, it's fine. It's I, I feel. Listeners, listen. We. <laughs> l- let's. We're, I'm. I'm. I'm gonna be real with you. Not that I'm ever fake with y'all. But let's be real. Let's be really real. Again. I don't like being critical just for the sake of being critical. I don't like talking shit just for the sake of talking shit. There's a lot of records that we've come across that we enjoy. There's a lot of records that we've come across that we've been like, uh, I don't know about this one. I think that this is the one that we've come across that we've just been like, man, fuck. The, like, the problem, absolutely the most. The problem here is that even if I really hated a lot of Carnival of Carnage, it gave me something mm. to talk about. Indeed. I had things that I could, I, I had things I could look at and I could see like what's being spoken of. I can look at what it means and I can talk about why I dislike it. And in this, I just have generic butt rock and nothing interesting to talk about in terms of and what they're singing about. He's saying nothing. <laughs> so this is, this is a problem that I think we've, we've reached with this record. Everything that we have talked about thus far, prior to the CD, has been in some way, shape, or form very connected with Psychopathic Records. Whether it's ICP, whether it's Twisted, whether it's Blaze, ABK, Dark Lotus, any of that. Even the the Esham album that we touched on. Yeah. 
all of those felt like Psychopathic Records albums. Now, something like Esham, with the exception of the tracks that featured ICP or Twisted, things like that, those just sounded like a pure, straight-up rap album. Yeah. But you still had those connections. This one seems like, despite Zug Island being on Psychopathic Records, this seems like they made it and then sent it to Psychopathic. Yeah. Like, this sounds like this is something that you're sending to try and get signed. <laughs> it doesn't sound like something that's from an established group within that vein. And so whether this was being made with the intention of, okay, we're... Because okay, if you look at the actual... Um, if you look at the, the case itself, it doesn't show psychopathic records. It doesn't show a hatchet man on it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Small in the bottom, it says distributed by Psychopathic Records, but it was made by Axe and Smash Records, which was Psychopathic's rock subdivision. I don't know if Cracked Tiles was released on that, but I think it was. But Cracked Tiles has fucking ICP everywhere on it. Yeah. And again, in the writing, there's something to be spoken of. Exactly. That's the thing. What I'm thinking is, even with Twisted, whenever they did Most Tasteless, and you have songs that were not recorded with like you know mikey clark or anything like that it was twisted on their own separate from psychopathic records like secondhand mm-hmm. smoke was not done with any connection to psychopathic records neither was die I motherfucker die. die there's shit to talk about with them if we could t- i could grab something off of my shelf right now it could have nothing to fucking do with psychopathic records i could have something to say about it mm-hmm I have nothing here. I'm left with nothing. (laughs) What I'm wondering was, was this album being made with the express purpose of something on here can be sent to radios? Can't like, would that have been the case? I feel like they could have having ICP on the last album detrimental because fire was a single. Mm hmm. Okay. But I don't know if it was played outside of anywhere that wasn't Detroit. Yeah. But like I think that I think at least one of these songs was meant to be a single. I don't know which one. It might have been saved. But what else like would this have played on on DVE? That's a Pittsburgh station for y'all. Good God. <laughs> would, would this have played on the X? I mean, it could have. But, but like, this doesn't sound like other stuff that I would have heard on the radio, but it seems like that was the intention in the band's mind based on what we're hearing, because this does not sound like a Psychopathic Records album. I know. This sounds like the furthest thing from it. <laughs> like... I can understand what a change in direction would do. I don't know if Violent J willingly said, no, go ahead, you guys can write this, or, you know, whatever. But this Zug Island is not the Zug Island we heard a year prior. Like, you have Sin there, it sounds like Sin singing, but it doesn't sound like what (laughs) Sin sang on the first album, which is way different. If... so. 
I, I don't I don't want to make it I don't want to make it seem like we're absolutely just hating Zug Island for the sake of hating Zug Island because we didn't hate Zug Island on the first record. If okay? if Violent yes, stuff J, that been better. if Violent J went up to Sin and the rest of Zug Island and said, "Hey, we're gonna see if we can get some radio play out of you. Go make an album full of songs that will all be outdone by the most mediocre Shinedown song." That's severe mismanagement of resources. So this came out in 04. What did Shinedown have in 04? I don't know. Were they around in 04? <laughs> I think they were. They, they did a cover of I Simple Man. I believe A Whisper was probably it then. That would have been Fly From the yeah. Inside in 45. <laughs> let's, uh, oh yeah. Uh, let's double check. So let me get uh, let me get Wikipedia up here. <laughs> Bear with me. I apologize that we are doing this in the middle of the episode, but you know what? Jeez, I this make a, be a short episode. I so. make a joke, and this is what happens. Nope, gotta do it. And hey, let gotta me just see it. what shine down I have on my computer. Leave a whisper, two thousand three. That's it. There you go. Us and them was 05, Sound of Madness oh eight. Yeah, so leave a whisper would have been the one yep. that they would have been basing it off of. Um, God, Sound of Madness was a really good album, though. Um, so, yeah, I, they had four singles from that album. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Uh, Was it Fly From The Inside, 45, Simple Man, and the acoustic version of 45? <laughs> no. You got the first three right, but the other one was Burning Bright. Oh, okay. Don't know that one offhand. I have the album, but I haven't listened to it. Um... So, it's really, really sad. Like, I like Shinedown. <laughs> I, I like them well enough. They have good songs. Diamond Eyes, Boom Le Boom. Also, uh, Cry for Help, which was featured on... Uh, I was about to say it was Need for Underground 2, but I actually think it was Midnight Club L.A., I think that's the one. Well, in in the interest of keeping this moving on, let's uh, yeah. let's go on to the next track. Fly from the inside. <laughs> so, anyways, the real next song would have been track six, which is why. However, we've already talked about why because it was featured on Psychopaths from Outer Space Part Two. We're not going to talk about it here. Um, that is another song that the remix of it was featured on their greatest hits. I don't know what the remix sounds like. I haven't heard it in a long time. Maybe I'll look into it after we're done with this one. Um, so yeah, we're not going to talk about that one. Hey Shmee, do you want to go to track seven? Hey Shmee. As much as I really like Shine Down. Do you hear just like Probably. the quality in his... He's doing this thing that Sin wants to be able to do. But it works. It's really good. It works. It's really good. Holy shit! Like, Shinedown's awesome. I, I just, I just can't. Like, listen to this. Listen to this. Shinedown is is a group that I would, I wish I could sing more of their songs in the car because the guy has such a good range. You gotta cry. <laughs> what song is this again? Fly from the inside, the best Shinedown song. 
Mm. I don't care. <laughs> Diamond Eyes. Diamond Eyes wins. Ah, uh, goddamn. Anyway, up next is you, track seven. Go listen to Diamond Eyes. That's the best song. different it's different y'all did you hear that and the keys add a really nice color to it i spelled color with two l's because my brain was fucking melting when i was writing this (laughs) but uh yeah i mean like this one it's this is a complete song with an idea and it it's took seven songs to get there yeah it's a change from the rest of it because I remember why vaguely and I don't think I had anything to say about that one either. <laughs> Not really. This sounds like the ending song in a coming of age B movie. Yeah. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> if uh... like it just plays like just plays like right at, like right towards the end. You know, when they're having that big, like, the, the big talk or whatever, like, the, the kid talking to their parents and everything because they ran away or whatever. And then, you know, they embrace. And then, like, right right whenever, like, the first credits hit, like, the chorus, just, yeah, yeah. And it's like, oh, yeah. That's, that's good. Oh, yeah. If, uh, if, if Bittersweet <laughs> Symphony did not exist, uh, af- <laughs> af- <laughs> after Ryan Philippe got hit by that car... And they have that <laughs> montage of his sister like being outed as a cokehead, and and that girl just like driving away in his jag. You could just hear it. <laughs> That's cruel intentions, by the way. <laughs> I've actually never seen the that full movie. I've seen part of it, but I never saw all of it. Eliza Dushku's oh, a cokehead. That's it. Fuck. <laughs> wow. <laughs> So rich kids are fucked yeah. up. That's that's the movie. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh Yeah, is there anything else on this one though? I just know it's, it's, we came across it's a, different. a song we really that we, that we like. <laughs> yeah, I can dig but, it. Yeah. I, I can I can get into it. This is this is an instance where his voice of of just kind of being a little more reserved is not a detriment. Yeah. It, it fits works. with everything else it because the song is not supposed to be heavy or anything. It's it's okay. It's not bad. Yeah. It was okay. Up next, track eight. eight. Right. Yeah. 
Did did Sin say shit? Did he say the word shit in here? I I don't know. I just realized uh, there's no parental advisory on this uh, on the CD. I think you can get away with like this the, shit. I mean, there's a number of albums that that always have, but I believe that this is the first record released by Psychopathic that is, does not have a, a parental advisory sticker hmm. on it. So, uh, okay, so we both have. Well, I know your your um, note for this one. I'm gonna say mine. Uh, this entire album is just a B movie soundtrack, hmm. like. They just curated this. Like, did you see, uh, you've seen Tokyo Drift, right? Yeah, I've seen all of the okay. movies. Okay, so the fact that the very first race has Ball with the Ball playing, when Ball with the Ball was around for, like, seven years at that point, yeah. is, like, a smack in the face. You could have put this on there. It would have been fine. Because then the rest of that soundtrack doesn't make sense, like, to an American standpoint, but everything else is meant to be... Well, it's you know. not in America anymore. Exactly. But why bother putting Kid Rock on there? I don't think it was on the actual soundtrack. Well, I think they were just aiming well, I, for a recognizable song that people liked. But then then they had the Grits song later on, well, whenever uh, Bow Wow gets his car. Well, you know. My life be like, ooh It's life. I don't know. Uh, so, uh, what, what's your note on this one, man? Uh, as, as you already saw, I put Ride to Hell Retribution, the game, the song. So, for those who don't know what Ride to Hell is. Ride to Hell Retribution was a game that was released some years ago that is generally considered to be one of the worst games of all time. 16 out of 100 Metacritic, uh, because it's broken as shit and garbage and it sucks. And, uh... (laughs) Yeah. Basically, it was meant to be... It was a biker game. Yeah, like a biker-style game that was in developmental hell for a while. Quite a while. And had so many changes made during its uh, production, mostly because whenever the game was originally meant to come out, the show Sons of Anarchy got really, really popular. (laughs) And so they wanted to try and make it seem like it was Sons of Anarchy. I didn't know that it was um, delisted and can't be purchased digitally anymore on Steam. Yep. Yeah, uh, they delisted it like two years 2014, ago, 2014, a while okay, ago. longer than That's that. That's older okay. than I thought it was. Yeah, it's, it's that fucking bad. So the only way you can get it now is if you manage to find a physical copy. Um, but yeah, that game is just so bad. Uh, the writing is terrible. Um, it's broken so much. Um, there's parts where your character goes to have sex with people and they're all wearing their clothes still. They're all wearing their Beautiful. clothes. Beautiful. It's so bad. Uh, go, go ahead and watch, um, uh, it's still up right now, but Super Best Friends play, uh, Ride to Hell Retribution. Rest in peace. It's, it's very, very bad. They're not dead, but they split up. <laughs> yeah. That still makes me sad. I started watching so many of their YouTubes, uh, recently because I wanted to cheer up and... I thought of good times. Yeah. Um. Oh, so yeah, the song. By the way. Yeah. Um. Come on and yeah, ride. Just, just have it playing uh, during a car race. And you know what? Good. This could still work in a. It, whenever I said about a Godsmack album, this could still work because this is like modern Godsmack. Because Godsmack got yeah. fucking weird. <laughs> they really did that song that they uh, they came out with. Uh. uh 
it was it was a fucking WWE pay per view song. Yeah. And when I found out that it was Godsmack, I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> I was like, "This doesn't sound like Godsmack. This doesn't sound like no voodoo. This ain't no I Stand Alone." And they, as as they, featured they released in the some, Scorpion King. They they released some song that I can't remember the name of. That's like a very generic butt rocky kind of thing like this like it wasn't legends rise what's when legends rise no, 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 a different one different one. Oh, no that one no no i'm talking i'm talking about i think uh before legends rise uh there was there was a song uh, that was like a it, it it was related to to vehicles in some way you know it was, <laughs> it was one of those th- one of those kinds of things uh and i was playing just like the uh fucking what 60 seconds sequel <laughs> Yeah, I I don't know. Oh, oh it, it was an entire album called One Thousand Horsepower. <laughs> <laughs> There's the one. It's you know. <laughs> I'm like a car. <laughs> oh my god. Whatever. <laughs> uh, that's track nine. Track nine. Nothing, Nothing. So we can skip it. Up next, track ten. <laughs> 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 Down your instincts turn into a freak. You said this was your first time. Kid. How fast changes come for you to find the sea. Shallow place for you to find what. nothing was left damn this is an approximation of everything this album has to offer me yeah I, I'm just a bitter motherfucker for this album I just don't know man I just don't I know I can't there's again the music itself not bad I feel like maybe somebody, I'm, even with the music on this one, I was just like, I don't know. I feel like no matter no matter who's handling the vocals on this, oh, I'm just dragging my way through it. <laughs> put put Poppy on this one. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I yeah, this song, this is like at track nine. Why do you have this song on this album? <laughs> just, just why? Sin, why couldn't you at least be dumb in an interesting way? <laughs> How so? Please, please. Uh, like Violent J! Him... Like Violent J! He's <laughs> <laughs> screaming. <laughs> He's just, it's, I just, I don't. Can we can we nothing. can we be honest about one thing though that that we can at least be proud of? I mean this in, not. In, in a in a very earnest in a, in a very earnest way. Go on. I don't think there's anything problematic about this album. 
again, that would at least give me something to talk about. Right, but I'm but I'm but I'm just saying at least like we don't have anything. Yeah. Like at least they're not saying some bad shit. <laughs> like kudos to Zug Island for that. This is what happens when you when it's not written by Violent and Jay. You don't have him rapping about, you know, killing his mom, I'm assuming was what it was. Was that what Prison Song was about? Something like that. Or again, having sex with a sixteen year old. Like, at least we got that. But there's nothing else interesting. As as you've stated. Yeah. It is the worst sin. It is completely unremarkable. <laughs> the worst sin in the world is being boring. The second worst sin is the singer of Zug Island. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's cold. That's no, it's so Zug cold. Island. <laughs> uh, Track 10. Feel. I gave you everything, all I could give. It might not have been the life you thought you'd live. I know it feels good to have you by my side Even though I know you could just break my heart wide I just have to ask you one more time Did I make you feel like number one? Did I help you see like stars in the sun? Just begun It's like a puzzle A piece that just fits Alright, so This one I'm gonna be real mm-hmm. Honestly, this one's not bad It's okay Again, like this, there, there is sounds genuine there's, there's very much something here um, I think that, like, they don't uh, if they could lean into it, I'd be like, yeah, this is really good. As it stands, this, this it's is, okay. I, I feel yeah. like they could, like, that's the thing. Uh, like, whenever they kick into the chorus and stuff like that, it's still just like, eh. eh. <laughs> like, I, I think that's really, like, the biggest problem that they have is that they can't fucking lean into anything hard enough. Mm-hmm. Without this, Jay. This is another one. Without Jay. <laughs> you just can't. This, this is... You can't lean on it. You just can't. You can't just go hard for what you're saying. <laughs> it's it's another one that I'm like, oh, this is in the B movie again. Like <laughs> this one's this one's playing like this when, is the when, split up montage. Yeah, they're still thinking yeah. about each other. You know, they find uh, yep they they found their picture today. <laughs> <laughs> this like. It's really weird because for some reason this is gonna sound re- really weird. When I was listening to it just now, mm-hmm. I was trying to think of like other 
singers, like maybe soft rock singers that I think could have sung this and it sound like really, really good with their voice too. Not that Sins was bad because it wasn't, it wasn't bad for this song. Collective Soul um, could do this one. I was legit thinking Brian Adams. Yeah. But I, I don't know. For some reason, it's just his, his voice came to mind. But like this actually, um, this is the third song that was featured on the greatest hits. Okay. Um, so you're telling me out of all the other gold on this record, two songs that you had to remix to put on a greatest hits. And then this song, that's it. That's it. Couldn't put Ryan on there. <laughs> your, your silence is just why? That was feel. <laughs> yeah, it's it's okay for 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 a soft boy. It works. It's uh yeah. Now I'm going to turn my page because literally every song on here had one line on it. So now, yeah, we'll go to track 11. Have, okay, track 11. Life sang his vocals <laughs> I, I was just listening to that and the mixing on that bass drum just sounded really weird yeah. uh yeah this one uh there's a there's a chord change in this that uh reminded me of the song uh like reminded me of some some floyd in there and i was like i like pink floyd <laughs> <laughs> Like I could be listening to Pink Floyd right now. <laughs> I can't. I can't remember what it was. My brain says that it was Mother, but I'm not quite sure about that. And maybe uh, must the show go on or whatever. The show must go on. Mm-hmm. Something like that. It was in one of those, and I was like, "Cool." You know, life. What are you gonna do? It's, yeah, it's uh, tough it, sometimes. It, it, at this stage of the album, this track is fucking boring. And yet, somehow a standout track. <laughs> In that it's like somewhat notably different from the rest of <laughs> The latter half and is just loaded with kind of almost good tracks. 
I don't know. This one just like it was too. It just dragged. Yeah, it nothing, does. Nothing jumped out of me on it, so couldn't uh, couldn't help it. Up next. This, this is a short episode. Yeah. Well, we actually don't have to do the it's next live. track. It's, yeah. And guess what? They we talked about it on Shangri-La now. <laughs> Up next. And I liked this one. It was alright. So then, and track 13. Listen to that. It fits in with the entirety of this album. Um, track 13 is actually not featured on the back of this record. It's an uh, interlude. So it jumps from track 12 to 14. Yeah, it's an interlude. Guess what? It's fucking five seconds long of nothing. Five seconds of silence. And then we talk about 14. Virgo's Tale Remix. Run, but don't fly. Silent, don't talk. Talk, but don't cry. Cry, but don't feel. Feel, don't give in. Give in, but don't die. Just got one life Let it rain but don't cry Everything is alright It's just a way of saying goodbye Move but don't Cool, it's bad <laughs> I didn't even write anything about this I... I did not want to take up more than one page with this, so I shoved life <laughs> into the same line as feel, which I do not do ever. And then I just didn't say anything about this because I had nothing to say. I just said that it's okay. Um, it It's just a slight variation of what the original... Like, it's barely a remix, to be completely honest. Um, just having that electronic beat, um, uh, electronic drums in the, in the chorus... Um, it takes what little it, kick was in there out of it. Yeah, it's it's okay, but it's not amazing. Um, but it, it, it's really nothing of note. But with that, on this fairly short-ass episode of Juggle of Judgment, that is the end of 333. I didn't think I was going to make I, it. Um... How are we, we going to handle much, this? <laughs> we we pretty much already given our thoughts throughout this entire thing. How um, how are we going to handle this, <laughs> guys? What do we what do we do, guys, gals? I want I want to I want to I want to stress this. Like I already have a couple times. I'm not shitting on anyth- on anything just for the sake of shitting on it. Not trying to sound like a an edgy person by saying I don't like something just because other people might like it. Bleh. Granted, I've never heard anybody say, whoa, Zug Island's like my favorite <laughs> thing that ever came out of Psychopathic Records. But if this is one of your favorite records. Good for you. That's fine, but I wanna ask why. I'm okay to, I'm I'm totally open to hearing your uh. opinions on it. The fact that that you and I are very, um, very very have similar opinions on this one is is kind of reassuring for me actually. <laughs> um, uh. But I want to know, like, for the people who enjoy this record, 
Give me your thoughts on why. I'd like I'm to not going I'm, I will not argue with you on it because your opinion is your opinion. Yeah. And if you enjoy this, then you enjoy it. And I won't I won't say, but why do you like it? It's so bad. Blah. I'll just say, okay, I think that Crack Tiles is a better record. Yeah. But I'm not going to try and take away from your enjoyment of this of this album. I just yanked out my fucking headphones. Bear with me a second. My bad. He can't hear me calling him a oh, bitch God. right now. What's that? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> um but I really I I really do want to know like was this album made with the purpose of it trying to gain radio play and why didn't they try this, harder like obviously ICP was at the point where they weren't going to get played on radio and they didn't fucking care like Homies had some success because of the music video it was featured on on some stuff, but not like a whole lot. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't like they were throwing everything out at that point. They were done with that by the time you know Bizarre Bizarre was done because of let's go all the way. You know we understand that, but with Zug Island being a potentially marketable group on mainstream alternative radio, okay, maybe. Do you think this but, is Zug Island's Bizarre? But, like, they actually are capable of phoning something in. (laughs) Well, but this is the problem is when we talked about Bizarre Bizarre, where ICP just wanted to fulfill their contract. And so they just made shit. They they phoned it in, but they did. They didn't phone in well, because when you phone it in, it's not supposed to be good. (laughs) That's the point. Right. When the fact did Zug Island succeed at phoning it in to get out of their contract? (laughs) I don't know. I mean, like, my thing with, like, it's it's weird, because, like I said, with Bizarre Bizarre, like, obviously making, like, two records was a stupid idea. But if you take the best tracks of Bizarre Bizarre, you could have a solid, like, 15, 16, 17 tracks. I know. Of a really good CD. I know. Like. That's what I'm you saying. Know, so, that's one thing. But does does this album accomplish that like when i say like bizarre bizarre having a good album i'm saying as far as like a good icp album something that sounds like yeah what icp would do they could still have the cover of let's go all the way yeah. it sounds like something an icp would do what i'm saying like, is when they, when they reword stuff bizarre but bizarre this... is called it's referred to as being phoned in because you know mm-hmm. they were fucking around to just get stuff out but right in phoning it in they somehow made good they tried and made good music anyway what I'm saying is, did Zug Island successfully perform the act of phoning it in, as in releasing garbage that is just enough to fulfill the contra- contractual obligations? I I don't know. Did they and, did they want to me... go independent? I don't fucking know. I have no idea. Like I said, it said when I when I looked online, it looked like that after the release of this album. They left Psychopathic Records amicably, which tells me that they likely only had a two-album contract. Yeah. Again, whether they were offered a second contract and turned it down, or they didn't get another contract offer at all, I have no idea. Um, And their Greatest Hits album didn't come out until way later. So... At one point, Zag Island got did get re-signed to Psychopathic, but nothing's been released with the exception of that Greatest Hits album, which, again, 
They should have just put on cracked tiles and maybe, you know, the couple new tracks. Were tracks from this album good enough to be on the greatest hits? I don't know. There's only three of them fucking on there. <laughs> One of them we liked. Yeah. But I, I just wonder what the mentality of putting this record out was. I have no idea. And I feel like unless we spoke to the members of Zygon directly, we're not going to know. Yeah. I tried looking up reviews for this album, and there's almost nothing. There's almost nothing online. Um, there's, like, some star ratings. Like, this what, like this one place gave it a 2 out of 5. I think it was all music. Mm-hmm. But, like, other than that, like, what else is there on? Like, this did have some chart uh, recognition. I think this was on Heat Seekers. But what, what else? what else is there really to say about this album? I think that there's nothing. I think that this is, unfortunately, a low release on Psychopathic Records and is just going to be overlooked and accepted as such. Yeah. It, we, we, we're we at an area where Psychopathic Records is at, at this point, a, a very high point, uh, karma-wise, you know, after the release of, you know, The Wraith. Yeah. And then, you know, you've got more releases from Twisted. They've got Esham, who is basically one of the reasons they want to do the music. They're uh, they're you killing know, it this ABK, year. ABK, Lotus, all of this stuff that, you know, they're putting out. And more often than not, knocking out of the park. Consistent releases. And then this one comes out and it's like, well, why? <laughs> like, I think of this is just, again, for everything that came out in... 2004 okay this is i think the second or third release that we're talking about that came out in 2004 this is i think a low point there's one other album that comes out this year um that is again kind of distance from psychopathic records but i think that that executes what it was trying to do better we'll talk about it eventually i hope Uh, so because it's the same year because Because what I'm saying, like, I think it's in, like, four episodes. Okay. Something like that. Three or four episodes. But it's obscure. There's people who aren't going to know what the fuck this album is. Oh. Um, Because he only released one album on Psychopathic. And that was it. I think it was his last album as well. So it's going to be an interesting time to talk about that one. So. But as far as Zag Island goes... Let me go back to my question. How are we going to do this? What are we going to do about this? Because when I asked that, I wasn't talking about what are we going to do about, you know, reaction to this. I wasn't talking about what are we going to do about what other people think about this. I mean, at the end of our episodes, we pick <laughs> songs from the album to I knew highlight. What talking about. And I knew what you were talking what about. What the fuck are we going to do? With this album. I don't fucking know what to do with that. I don't... I don't know. I'll take you and life, I guess. Maybe feel. I'll take you, feel, and life, probably. I don't know. I still like the song Live. I know we didn't talk about it today, but I, I enjoyed that one. And then I'd like... Oh, you know what? No, I changed my mind. I'm going to take you, 
I'm gonna feel take was feel good. and interlude. <laughs> the five seconds of nothing. And then I get rid of take. the Virgo's Tail remix because once is enough for any song on this album. I Alright, I'll go with feel. I'll go with live. And oh fuck. I think I'll go with Virgo's tail. I think. Fuck. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Sure, I'll go with that. I don't know. But what would you cut? And then <laughs> I'm cutting this album. Yeah. In- including the songs that I like. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it would either be, uh, it would either be nothing or life. One of those two. I, I don't know. I'm, god damn. I wish, I wish we could end on like a happier note. I feel like there's nothing to, to bring up the spirits on this one. Uh, well. I hate to just end on a really sad Well, we get note, to end on a happier note where we end like we always do. With our with one one last piece of unity among us and all the listeners, where we we take those fagos that we crack. We haven't even talked about the ways that people can yell at us. Yeah, for our opinions. let us know. And and I just and pulled yeah, my headphones which, out. Which, by the way, I totally remembered. Um, I I told you about this. Um, about the person who hit us up on um, they commented on one of our posts on um, on Instagram, saying uh. I'm gonna be real with y'all. Um, I disagree with about eighty percent of your uh, of your takes, but I enjoy the podcast, and I'm four episodes in. <laughs> and that just made me really, really happy because. And I told him I was like, "Listen, you know, you're allowed to have your opinions, and that's totally cool. We just appreciate you giving us an opportunity. You know, give us a chance, and you know, we hope you continue to enjoy the stuff. Uh, and who? Hopefully, who? oh, that person. That was cool. Yeah, the Instagram user. Um, I just plugged my headphones back in. <laughs> it's all good. Um, but uh, I was like, listen, you know, we hope you continue to enjoy the show. And maybe later on, we'll, you'll find more takes that you agree with. You know, if not, whatever. Because um, that's the thing. We just we just want to see. We, we want we want to be. We want to give our opinions, but we're not denouncing anyone else's. You know, unlike people who leave two star reviews and tell us that you know obviously we know nothing because dead body man is a classic i don't really care (laughs) i technically don't it's just funny and that's why i continue to reference it but if you'd like to tell us that we're completely wrong about our thoughts on 333 by zug island you can do it at the various places such as facebook juggalo judgment uh, you can do it on the Twitter, which we use a lot. At Juggalo Judgment. You can do it on the Instagram, which is used fairly frequently. At Juggalo Judgment. You can send a really long message. Either it's a DM on uh, on those platforms or in an email. Juggalo Judgment at gmail.com. You could hit us up directly. You could speak to just one of us if you want to, so as not to hurt the feelings of the other person. You can do that on our Twitter. It's at Schmeeve. 
and at Mike Spawn SEJ. You can also hit me up directly on my Instagram, that is at Straight Edge Juggalo, if you'd like to. Shmeev never uses Instagram, except whenever he's going to post a two minute uh, video of stuff that we cut out. <laughs> I thought it was pretty great. <laughs> it was it was okay. It was, it's just the, it was funny whenever it was funny whenever I got a notification and I'm like, what the fuck? And then I look at it and I'm like, oh. Shmee posted something on the Instagram. <laughs> he sure did. I mean look, so if you didn't, I don't get those notifications when you post stuff, so <laughs> That's true. That's true. That's because I literally use my phone and everything. Um so yeah. Go ahead and hit us up. We we do enjoy speaking with uh, with listeners. Yeah. Because um, it, I don't know, helps take my mind off the shit. Dustin. Talk with Dustin a lot. He's cool. Yeah, he's a cool guy. He's a super cool dude. Cool cat. Dustin and Stank Biscuits and, and the Homie Jiggles. There's, there's some of the main cats that I've spoken with and are really, really cool. Yeah. And Twisted History, who... I acknowledge all the time on this show, and one day, one day they will be on an episode. <laughs> one day. And then twisted themselves. Then twisted themselves. And we can... T- <laughs> You're going to talk shit to their face. Be like, what were you thinking of? And I'm going to be like, Paul, I need to know what you meant by holding on so tight. It's like raping a moth. I need to know this. Think back to that 2003 song. Their little hook feet. From 17 years ago. He's, 17! He's talking about the little hook feet. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. So, <laughs> so, that's what we have. So, as we do at the end of every episode. It's time to take them Fagos that he cracked open at the beginning of the episode and you finish your fagos. Have a good one, everyone. Peace out. You said you wanted to end on a happier note. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah.